Podcasting from a spare bedroom in exurban Atlanta. Welcome to the Godless Heathens Podcast, everybody. Thanks for listening. I'm Don. I'm Jeff. And I'm Jerry. This is a podcast by atheists that talks about a lot of things, not just atheism. We will challenge your assumptions and ours too. Definitely not here to preach to the atheist choir, but to critique, ridicule, and poke fun at anyone, especially ourselves. So join us as we examine the crossroads of politics and religion from the secular perspective. Remember, don't believe everything you hear in this podcast, or anywhere else for that matter, unless you've independently verified it for yourself. In other words, Google, Google Duck that, that shit. So, get some explaining. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I knew you would treat this topic with the appropriate amount of glee. Yeah, that was the exact <laughs> word I was thinking of. Yeah. <laughs> and it's really not the appropriate amount of glee. I think it's excessive glee. <laughs> I have an apology and a, and, a, and a sincere apology from something I said on the last pod. And what makes it worse is that I got called out for it on Facebook. So you couldn't even respond yourself. I, I, you had, I, you had I to respond couldn't. by proxy. I, and by the way, that proxy was you. And I have no idea what you, you could have said. No kidding. What a dumbass. No, no. We were telling him not to say that, oh. and he just went with it anyway. I tried to edit it out, but it just, man, it wouldn't flow. <laughs> So on the last pod, which now feels forever ago, we were talking about the protest. The, are, the Trump in Britain protest. Yes. Yeah, and the are big we, balloon thing. And, and, we, and, and the turnout of the British. Yes. We, have, we should have a style guide conversation, too. So even though it's dotard, mm-hmm. are we going to go with dotard? Oh, absolutely. I'm, okay. I am so pro-dotard. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So we will, yeah. you know, so on this, this podcast, style is dotard. Yes. So the, the very large, raucous funny anti-dotard pod, podcast, uh, protests in London, and I kind of scoffed at it. I did scoff at it, I and mean, kind of, because I thought that it was, I don't know, felt kind of faux, okay. because their house is burning down, but they got enough time and energy. Just spit on ours. Right. <laughs> you know, I'm not saying that it's not, that it wasn't, that it wasn't, you know, the right thing to do. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know, and we any, were cheering them on. Any, uh, totally. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. And we had a British listener who, I, I think politely, yeah. politely said that I was full of shit and, and brought digital receipts. Yeah. <laughs> and he, he, brought, he sent a link with a YouTube video from, from all the way back in March of this year. And there was a huge protest, an anti, I think it was an anti-Brexit protest. So A, I, I was flat wrong. And B, it was something that we talked about on the pod about how we're not protesting. Yeah. So right, it's like right. it's like doubly cuts both ways. It, well, yeah. no, it cuts me twice. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. You know, it cut me twice because we we were talking about it and I was I don't know if I said it before or after, maybe I was just oblivious to it, but I, I ripped them for something that we aren't doing either. Yeah. And they are act they actually did it more recently than we did here and that would be, you know, large scale protest and there's been 
like localized protests for the concentration camps yeah. throughout the U.S. And I and as soon as you mentioned it to me, honest to Satan, um, <laughs> I I like it was just like instantaneous. So unnamed British listener, you have my uh, sincerest apologies. And the second mea culpa was from longtime friend of the pod who told me in a signal message that I need to stop eating during the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) And I will only partly apologize for my my lack of podcast dining manners. Is that why you shoved your nuts over here? I'm, I'm, he's getting, no, he's, no, you know, getting salty, kind of like those peanuts. I got a second ringtone. <laughs> <laughs> or a, a cold open or a, or a close. Um, well, I, I would like the record to show that bag is a big bag. Lord, a big bag. Big bag and salty. And so, I'm going to eat them so until I get called out. Now I'm a little yeah. nervous. Making me a little <laughs> closed room. It takes me an hour to get to this place from my wow. from work okay, you have some traffic. Um, and i don't get dinner so by the time i come here oh yeah i'm like like starving hangry yeah hungry, hangry. <laughs> hangry. <laughs> so I, I will do my best not to do what jeff is doing and that's chowing down on, on, on nuts. yeah but yeah. you know what he's not talking during it so yeah so that's true. my my bad so that, that please Rescue me from my own apologies. I'll be apologizing for something I didn't do next. Your, your pipes are good and warmed up. What, what are you uh, cooling them down with over here? I am drinking a Breakfast Hero from Trim Tab Brewing in Birmingham, Alabama. It is an Imperial Donut Stout, and it is only for only. a tall boy. Yeah. 8.5% wow. alcohol. But for this kind of beer, that's... um On the low side? Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. Featuring coffee, maple syrup, oh. and glazed donut. So I think it was it was made. You pointed this out with uh, an actual donut shop in Birmingham. So, so yeah. cheers so to you! Actual cool. donuts, folks. Trim tap. Nice. Yeah, that's we got to go to that place. They they do some awesome stuff. Road trip. So I'm drinking a Hop Chief from a brewery so new in Kennesaw that they don't even have a location yet. Oh wow! So they're. I guess they, they just kind of go around to different breweries locally here and say, hey, can we brew some beer and can it and yeah. get our name out there? Um, so Jerry got me onto this one. Do you know what else they what else? I they do make? not. Firewater. What's the uh, name of the brewery? What, what, what do they the call themselves? The Firewater. Firewater. It's a cool looking logo. Mm-hmm. Like a um, yeah, so it's like, like a fire station logo. Yeah, and I think that's the location they were trying to get into is like an old fire station, okay. which makes would sense. make sense. Yeah, that's cool. Um, is there a fire station downtown Kennesaw? That's where no, I thought I, I... It's a fire department-themed brewery, even though the name of the beer and the name of the brewery is ee, cringy. Fire, yeah. You, you know? Yeah. yeah. But, you know, you could say, hey, it's about... Fire? It's about, it's about yeah. fire department. And you yeah. put out but, fire with what? Water. water. Mm. Fire and water. No, so we're yeah, helping them out there. Yeah, you don't put out a fire with fire water. No. Um, no, no, with water. I mean, yes. worst case scenario, you put an and between them, fire and water. Right. You know? not, not as, and, not and quite just, as clever. And, yeah, but keep on, you know, just keep on kicking, you know. Well, so we beat up on them. Maybe. <laughs> so, so we're not going to get free beer from them. But. Well, <laughs> the, the, the next free beer we get will be the first. So Drim Tab, I'm hoping. Oh, for sure. Yeah. A lot, lot of fans in Alabama. Are there? How many? No. Oh, it's yeah. We're we're, we're sweeping Alabama. We're, yeah, we're, it's, oh yeah. It's 
It's the new craze. All the all the cool kids are doing. I think. I think the. I think this show is uh, is banned. Like on the the IP. <laughs> I know it is uh, Mississippi. I would with imagine. atheist. You know that gets that gets cut out, kind of like China. Yep. We actually went this past Saturday to the DeKalb Farmers Market, and they've got everything there. Yeah, I um, want to go there bad. The to me the the wine luckily was had the best prices on anything. I basically saw every wine that I've had on the show for the last six to eight months for two to three dollars a bottle cheaper than normally. And he's going to sample them all tonight. And now, and, every and one of them. if you get a case, they take another ten percent off. So it's you know, it's definitely worth it. They got and they got every you know everything else there. We we got some really good sausages and some other stuff. This is it was funny. Uh, I drank this one on purpose because I had the gnarly head authentic black. This is the authentic red. Gnarly head. I saw that there and grabbed one and had forgotten that I already had one here at the house. I got two, so I'm gonna go ahead and drink this one first, and then you know huh? have the other one. Okay. So this isn't the fresh one then. I, I didn't rotate them. No. Yeah. Rotate your stock day, we say. It's episode 44. Yes, it is. Which is a which dual, there's a, there's dual a significance. There's a lot of famous 44s. Two, just, for sure. Just top of the head. Uh, the first one that came to mind for me was actually Reggie Jackson, number 44. Ah. And and then Hank Aaron. And then you said Kyle Petty. Oh, Kyle Petty, yeah. Right. Uh, I was like, oh, other was than 45. Kyle. No, that was his son that died. Adam Petty. Hmm. Lee Petty was the grandfather. He was 42. And, oh, I didn't know about yeah. a grandfather that was in a racing team. Oh, yeah. wow. So I feel bad now. Yeah. I've, yeah. yeah. Yeah, look, I've, we're 10 minutes in. I stepped in. I don't have to apologize <laughs> for that next week. That was, a, that was an inadvertent diss yeah. on the deceased. But that, uh, and then that made me think of Hamilton, 44. Huh. Who, doesn't, right. who doesn't carry the one? Only, only the champion can, can carry the number. The past year's champion can Carry number one. The and I year. thought of President Obama. Yeah, that yeah. was the first thing that came yeah. that came to mind. Our last real president. Our last democratically elected president. Yes. Yeah, or we assume so anyway. Uh, <laughs> uh, true, but his record kind of weird as things get worse and worse. And to, he is further and further in the rearview mirror. Yeah, his legacy, particularly by uh, more harder core progressives, gets called into question. I don't know. Sometimes I think they got a point. Sometimes it's like all you're doing is feeding right wing talking points, yeah, and right, I'm not right. sure what good that does. Yeah, I mean there is no perfect president. You know, the, the president has to do, you know, what the, the, you know, deal with the hand that he's dealt. And so, you know, during his which, term, by the way, which was a really terrible one economically. Oh, absolutely. That, uh, right. That he helped bail us out of. Right. Yeah. I mean, had he not done that. Had uh, well, who was who was he running against? McCain. Yeah, I think yeah. The last time. Yeah, which I don't think he would have bailed out banks and things. I don't know, but I mean, you know, like where would we be had he not been president during that time? So to beat him up at at this time with with the things that he got us out of, I don't know. It was a little bit. But cruel. he was, he was slow to come around. He was slow to come around on gay marriage, and he. He didn't lift a finger to stop fracking. That was one of my bigger disappointments. Yeah. Right, right, yeah. Um, now, he did sign the insane uh, that that's still Paris Accord. Well, yeah. yeah. But you're right. I mean, the Ron like, deal. Yeah. Right, right. Like, Which you know, anything, now, anything that was good that they immediately went in to just reverse it. Yeah. yeah. ACA. I mean, obviously, yeah. big successes. But, you know, drones. Right. And you that's know, when you hear commonly. Deportations. I don't know. You want to hold. 
you want to hold your side accountable, but how long before that accountability becomes a liability? Well, I mean, you know, one of the things that this kind of makes me think about, too, is if he was up on the, um, how many we got now? 30? We're back to 30 now? One dropped off and one added in. The Democratic candidates? Oh. No, not 30. It's not 30. 20-something. 20 20, 20, okay. 20-something. I think, I think like one dropped out and put us at 20. I think and then the millionaire, billionaire guy I think we're, yeah, added in. I can't yeah, think of his yeah. name. But it's like, his name is Tom the? Steyer. Yeah, yeah, he's the one that's been doing all the ads for impeachment. Impeachment. Right, okay. Which, but, by the way, he took a lot of crap for from many sides of the Democratic progressive establishment. He took a lot of shots on it. Yeah. You know, that it was vanity, and then he was wasting his money, and there were so many more things you could do with it. And then now it's like, eh, maybe he was right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I mean... I'm I'm on team impeach him. I get I guess why they don't want to do it. I think I do. I don't like it. But he was out there early. Yeah, he probably actually read the report. Well, this was before the report. Oh, it was. Yeah, oh, this was oh, okay. this was well before the report. Yeah. Well, yeah, we had enough spillage from the press, you know, that that we kind of knew what was what was it? up with it. Oh, yeah. for sure. Yeah. I don't know. And maybe it's a symbol too of like post truth. How truthful do you want to be about your own side if the only result is going to be getting it used as a hammer against you constantly? Mm-hmm. Against Well, and against the party. Well, and that, right. that was kind of where I was going with that is, so what if Obama was running and, you know, running on his record? Let's say he could, he could run again for president. Would he <laughs> stand up to the criticism of the Kamala Harris's and the, uh, whoever else is, you know, well, the Bernie Sanders, Elizabeth Warrens that are attacking, you know, in many cases rightfully so, the neoliberalist kind of liberalist kind of views of Biden and some of the other ones that are more centrist or, you know, the ones that are saying they can work with the other side and things like that. So how would Obama fare under that kind of scrutiny? I think part of the reason centrism and reaching across the aisle has such a bad name now was because how his term finished, blocking Merrick Garland, mm-hmm. you know, blocking mm-hmm. blocking right, the Russian right. in, blocking the public announcement of Russian interference. Yeah, he was um, trying to work both you know, sides. Yeah. Say, well, no, no, he it wasn't. He was trying to he was trying to work both sides, but Mitch McConnell and the Republican Party re- probably realized that being obstinate. And blocking everything he did was good politics for them. And it was kind of the beginning of the really bad faith era. So I don't know if you can make the comparison about what he would do. If that happened in his first term and he ran for a second term and won, would he still be the... This election is going to be so ugly that the losing party is going to feel wounded and bruised no matter what. You know what? There's not going to be a handshake after the series is over. There's, there's a good... Those teams are going to go in the locker room without shaking hands. Well, the There's a good th- possibility that both sides could walk away feeling bad. Well, my fear, though, is is the ones on the far right, the ones with all the guns, <laughs> could turn this thing violent, you know, if they lose. And if Trump starts to say, you know, it was a you know, rigged election, and, you know, I, I don't see that side being... a 
nearly as gracious a loser as we would be. I don't know how we're going to know that, that, that this election was truly legit, too, since there's no guardrails up against foreign involvement. You know, we haven't really done anything to address that. Oh, not only that, but... He's encouraging he, it. it. Yeah, it's yeah. an explicit yeah. encouragement. Right, right. So... So we're kind of fucked either way. <laughs> well, but that's going to get spun as whiners and... Oh, yeah, that's the, what he's doing you now. Know, mm-hmm. You know, you'll either... You'll see the media either... You know, let the facts kind of follow it and defend the feeling that the election was kind of rigged or completely play it down the middle and not do this view from nowhere. They don't take sides that would doubly enrage the left. I would I get pissed thinking about it, getting a both sides story right, the day right, after right, the election, right. especially when, you know, Fox News doesn't give a both sides. Story. Yeah, yeah. No. Which is where they get all their news. Now, you had talked about if, if Obama was to enter the election now, mm-hmm. uh, his electability. Let me ask you this way and, and see if you feel the same way about it. What if tonight, right now, Joe Biden announces his running mate is Barack Obama? Would that help or would that hurt Joe Biden's chances, do you think? Because uh, there's nothing against right, yeah, the law could, that yeah, he can't be could. the vice president that, for right, eight years. Right, yeah, people have talked He about can't be that. the president for two, but two more. God forbid if something were to happen to Joe Biden. He could be the president for two years, and then I think he would have to step down because it's two terms or 10 years max is the way the law is written. But Well, I don't see Biden as going past one term anyway. Well, is that really I'm, in the Constitution? Yeah, that's the way I've always understood it. And like I said, don't come here for facts. But that's the way I believe it. That's the way I've always understood it to be, and it, it you know— I mean, I, check, you know, check my sources. I have, a, I have a copy of the Constitution in my backpack. We'll my, take, ba- my backpack is in my car. Oh, well, we will we will <laughs> settle this. You know, but that's the way I understood it to be: is two terms or ten years. But there's nothing that says he couldn't be the vice president for right, eight years, right, or right. sixteen years, or twenty years. I mean, you know, it, it, with a different president. I mean, there, there's no. I don't think there is a a term limit on on the vice. But then, if something happened to. Biden, yeah, and then so Obama would take over. For and if he, That's, if there was three years left in the term, he would have to step down, and whoever he picked as vice president would have to take over for the last year. Gotcha. Michelle, okay. yeah, Michelle, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I mean, that's an. But interesting, do you think that would increase? Would, I mean, I think personally. Fifteen people the next day are like no longer in the race. Okay, is you know there's there's a lot of people that are in the Democratic primary right now. That if all of a sudden it was an, a Biden Obama ticket, they're they're either you know hopping in with with you know Buttigieg or or Bernie as as a running mate, or they're all right, they're going back and they're going to run for senator back in whatever state they're from. Okay, did you just come up with this, or is this like a that's something I've thought about for a while? I think it would be not to use this term on an atheist podcast. But it would be a shitstorm of biblical <laughs> Why? I mean, it would, there, you would need, I, I think we should, he we would would do drive, we he should would, drive to Cincinnati yeah. and get on the ark but he because would, it's going to be flooded. That deep. <laughs> but he yeah. would, he, the vice president is mostly ceremonial type position, except for if there's a tie Tell in. Tell Dick Cheney. You know, yeah. yeah. But for the most part, it's always been, you're going to funerals, you're going to this, you're going to that. Yeah, right. you're, you know, who better? You're the understudy. You know? Walk in, you know, fist bumping, you know. Right. It's not, not a bad, you know. I've I've heard also heard because of of his background, uh, a possible uh, appointment to the Supreme Court for Obama. But I, I I would not. I mean, I wouldn't have a problem with him, you know, being Biden's running mate. 
Would, uh, would you? But your question is, would, would, it, would you think nationally, would it help Biden or hurt Biden in the polls the next day? I think it would help. I, I, it, I think it'd be just a huge boom. Yeah. I think the I'd want to see The boys are back in town. I'd you wanna, know? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'd want to see it just to see whose heads would explode. Because there are some givens. Yeah. You know, uh, Tucker Carlson, the all the, like Fox primetime, you know, the Could end you, the last yeah. scene of uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark when they we opened the ark? Yeah. <laughs> they, they, the, the whole Fox primetime <laughs> would melt. Like, Laura Ingram would just get so mad, <laughs> she would just be a Blood puddle would just of boil wax. out of her eyes. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> uh, absolutely. So that would be but really cool to see. But their ratings <laughs> would go up the next four years, though, you know, because everybody um, would be watching well, they gotta, them. They'd definitely have a drug to beat on. And. Yeah. But I think that would happen on the progressive side of the aisle too. Totally. Yeah. It would be. It yeah. would be so <laughs> angst-ridden. They wouldn't melt out of furor. The angst would melt our side. Then you have to debate his. You you do nothing but debate his legacy and and pick apart every single thing that happened. You know. And then it would be. He's going to be king. He can be president. He's going to nominate Michelle, and and you know he's going to he's going to make Malia secretary of defense. <laughs> I might as well. He's and the problem Trump, with that? You know, taking his daughter to work. So, <laughs> no, we're in a new world now. <laughs> yeah, but they're not known for their introspection on that. No, 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 or no. anything. But yeah, I don't know what that would do to the progressive millennial. Vote though. I know there's a lot of millennials that are definitely liked Obama. I think the DSA would get a giant spike the next day. Oh, yeah. Uh, Big time. Can you you just imagine him and Pence at the vice presidential debate? That'd be. (laughs) There's a book coming out uh, about the whole Dotard administration. Um, I've heard of this. It's supposed to be like the next one after. What was the last one, though? The Michael Wolf one? Yes. The one that no, was... no, there was one after that, too. Oh, there another, the Bob um, Woodward one? No, one after that. <laughs> There's really? been so many. Yeah, yeah. I don't know that one. I think the point is. <laughs> yeah. I'll think of it later. But... There, there's enough for books to be. Oh, the, this one's yeah. about the Republican Party. It's called American Carnage. It's basically how <laughs> the backstory of how the whole GOP was Trumpified. And that might be one of the reasons why weasels like Paul Ryan are popping out of the soil like there's been a big rainstorm because now he's talking about how terrible he thinks you know the president is and you know bad for the country who's saying this paul ryan now this week get out uh-uh uh-uh there's this all book, con- or is this on this is him the, this is interview you know you you should broaden your news sources Jeff. apparently <laughs> you're not getting you're not getting the paul ryan news i need to get on twitter more apparently was he coming uh, home from not. the dentist was he on gas at the time or something <laughs> um well he definitely was you know defending his record in part probably because he's not going to come off very well in this book but they call the name for uh, mike pence in the gop was the bobblehead because he does he's that. such a good nodder yeah. to everything just, everything dotard said i like the bobblehead that's a that one should stick now is this where you sent a little clip of it not a clip what are you going to call it? like a little snippet yes about where um, he's calling or telling the evangelicals fuck them or something like that i mean I think he said those effing, effing evan- he probably said fucking those fucking evangelicals, but basically he knew that he had them in his hip pocket. Right, right. I mean, if any of them had any shame at all, they would read that quote and think, 
We've been had, but played. they don't give a shit. No, as long as, as long as, as you're getting their goodies, right? as, long as, you're, as long as you're getting, putting, he got fired. He getting fired up at that one. As, as long as you're putting the, the the justices in with lifetime appointments, and yeah, and the Roe v. Wade thing is going to be you know potentially overturned. That's all they really care about. And same thing with Mitch McConnell. I don't think he's really a hardcore. He might be an evangelical. I don't know mm. how hardcore he is, but you know he's just wanting to get his goodies met, and he's doing it. Those. Fucking evangelicals, Trump said in a meeting with GOP lawmakers, according to the book, smiling and shaking his head. In Trump's mind, Alberta, the Tim Alberta, the writer, writes, he would, quote, give them the policies and access to authority that they long for. In return, they would stand behind him unwaveringly. Yeah. And that's exactly, what exactly what's happening. Exactly. But this is your, this is your favorite topic. The evangelicals? Anything about evangelicals. I hate them. It's just like poking the bear. Yeah, yeah. I just yeah. wonder how long they're going to hang on to my that. Hands. You know, as, as the car goes careening off the cliff. Forever. You, know, you think they're going to hold on all the way to the fiery totally. explosion yeah. at the bottom? If they haven't let go by now. It is, it is, giving, them, it is giving them the confidence uh, to indulge probably their worst instincts. Did you hear about this guy in Mississippi who's running for oh, governor? Okay. Yeah, yeah, he's that, doing a, a Pence thing. Yeah, he wouldn't. They there's a reporter for like a I, I want to say local it's like Mississippi a Mississippi well, reporter. I don't know if it's, yeah. she's with a newspaper or with like Mississippi Public Radio or something. She would shadow the candidate. She, they were shadowing all the candidates, and she was going to follow this guy during his campaign swing for like 15 hours. And she'd done this before when he was like a state rep or something like that? Well, she's done it for some of the other candidates. Yeah. Yeah. And so nothing he new. said no hmm. because he cannot be seen in seen. the Seen. Not in the same room, but to be seen in the same room? With, with a – and she's an attractive, I don't know, probably late 20s, early 30s. Not that that matters, but obviously her presence is – they're worried. They said they were worried about trackers. Uh, you know, trackers are the 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 competition they're showing up at every event you do and taping it, waiting for the flub or the gaff. Yeah. And they said or he's that, got his that, hand around her. Or no, not just not even her being in her being in his close presence. She even offered, and I can't believe she did this, to wear like a badge that says press. Mm-hmm. And they said no because. It's bad politically, but it's also this guy's beliefs. Is, this guy's he, running to be... But he's letting men yes. do the same thing. Well, and he said that if she brought a man with her oh. all this stuff, that that's okay. Which is doubly sexist. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And he, he kind of blamed it on the Me Too movement, you know, that kind of world. We're does in he not trust and... the women or does he not trust himself? Which which one yes. is going to attack it, the it, other it's, one? It's not, it, it's not righteous. It's not righteous. It is... Pensy bobblehead, kind of gone wild. Well, and they call it the uh, the Billy Graham rule. I guess Billy Graham was the one that kind of originated this thing. That's what Pence is oh, following. Man. That's one he of those did the same that, thing, like, apparently. Yeah, it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, I didn't know that to be a fact, but yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> Even if it's not true, right, you, I'll go you, along with that. Right, if you if you said that, you know, yeah, yeah, okay, <laughs> yeah, that makes, sounds about right. Sounds, yeah. So yes, yeah, so I forgot about that. He's trying to Angle. show that he's he's moral and upstanding, and yet I'm sure he loves the support of Trump. Like I can't think of anything he would do that would make them blanket stop supporting him. 
evangelicals? Yeah. You're talking about this guy from okay. Mississippi? No, I'm talking or about Dotard. Oh, okay. Yeah. But the same thing probably for this this uh, guy running for governor. Well, I'm sure that gets him brownie points even know. in the I, state I, of Mississippi. I'm, I'm sure that. Right, right. They click some. Oh. Say, yeah, yeah. this guy's. My kind of I think he's running third, though. Oh. So maybe it's a maybe it's a Hail is Mary. This, is this a push? <laughs> <laughs> a nod to Pence? Come on. <laughs> what I was going to say is one of the latest um, surveys I saw, and I'm sure you guys have seen it too, was on um, these concentra- concentration camps. And they showed by. By a denomination or you know theology kind of thing, which ones thought that um, they that that they're doing the wrong thing to put them in cages? Who's mo- more pro or pro? Yeah, pro locking the kids up. Yeah. By a far margin, evangelicals are cool with locking oh, up little kids, brown kids. Yeah, and then non-religious were on the very 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 bottom. Yeah, yeah, it's like don't do it. Even main lines were like 50-50 on it. What religion was closest to us? Mm, I think it was, I'd have to pull it up. It seems like it was um, the black churches. Okay. Which makes sense. I thought it was Catholics. I think they were like above that. I wish I had that survey pulled up. We can probably pull it up. And... I would have thought possibly the Jewish. But anyway, I mean, so that kind of tells you it, it's not about morality. It's not about following the ways of Jesus. It is about morality to them, though. The morality of of uh, keeping white people in power, yeah. And and the so there's there's no law or no set of laws that's more sacred to them now than immigration, immigration and asylum laws. laws. Allegedly, that's the most you know securing our borders from the hordes makes them all. Super hardcore. Oh yeah, and not not in favor of the law because a lot of the stuff that they're doing is against the law. Absolutely. But to camps and rough policing and paramilitary level, almost that part to me it really is it really is scary. Yeah. Because history shows that once it starts, you know, there's always going to be another group. Well, and that's what, uh, there was an article I posted from um, somebody in Ireland that kind of pointed out, and I've I've heard this before, what Trump is doing with this caging thing and, you know, his hard line on, you know, he's going to lock up, what, a million people that are here illegally kind of thing. He's just testing the waters to Mm -hmm. see what he can get away with. How far he can. How far he can push that line. And, you know, thus far he's getting away with it. You know, he's not lost support from his base. You know, so as long as he can keep pushing that, he can go on to the next step. Who else will he lock up? He's proven beyond a shadow of a doubt that he can say the most outlandish thing without losing support. Democrats. Atheists. Yeah, yeah. Um, The media. (laughs) uh, Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Uh, His meeting today was supposedly against uh, the fake news. General general undesirables. Yeah, anybody that's not his base. Anybody that's... Not potentially going to vote for, you know what, you're for me or against me. Yep. That, to me, that's frightening because I don't know how we stop it. It's not going to happen on its own, and these things aren't event-driven. It's not like, yeah, we just need to get in a good war, and then everybody will be on. All unified. Yeah. Unified country. Because those were the wars that we won. Those were the the ones that we you know have movies about right. and tell history. You know that's that's a big part of our history. And now we're in quagmires. Well, 
Korea never was officially no. was never officially ended. Right. No. And you know Vietnam. Vietnam well. We all know what happened there, and then you know after that it's been this whole everything in the Middle East and beyond. Yeah. How many years um, have we been over there? And we're still. 2003 in Iraq. Yeah. Right? And that doesn't, you know, that's not counting the Kuwait. Kerfuffle. And, yeah. Oh, under Bush one. Yeah. yeah. So, so for what, what was the, what was it in 1984? The Forever War? But. Oh, yeah. We were continually at war. Um, well, and, Afghanistan is now the longest running conflict we've ever been in. Right. Yeah. For sure. Which is, which is. Kind of amazing. Yeah. So there's not going to be a. There's not going to. There sh- hopefully not. Especially after we saw what it did to the Russians, and and they were right there. I mean, they just had to drive south. You know, we got to like fly our shit halfway across the world, and we saw what it did. We helped them do what they did to right. the Russians. Absolutely. And and it, and it hurt us. And like you know, yeah, but I'm not, they're willing to go and do it again. It's, it's well, insane. I'm not that confident we're going to stay out of Iran. You know, in some form or fashion. Okay. Okay. So so. <laughs> If there is enough lead time to know, if we do something with the with the run, it's not going to be. He's not going to ask Congress for permission. No, Mm-mm. he's not going. You know, there's not going to be. You're going to wake up the next morning, uh, and we will have something. It, yeah, it, it, will have, yeah. it will have. It will have started yeah. overnight last night. Uh, you, you're watching they, you know, like that green footage the, from the from the Middle East again. The Baghdad bombing was in Shakhtar. Shakhtar was. Let's say it started around because I was I was working at CNN at the time. That was a that was yeah. a long day. Let's say it started at about five or six o'clock mm-hmm. in the in the evening. Yeah, it was nighttime there, but yeah. So you know, nighttime is normally when these things start. So prime time. Yeah. Yeah, because it's a good TV show. Jeff, don't even try not to Just. be um, exactly. There you go. Is this empty? <laughs> I'll give you some of this first. Well, actually, Jerry, this is the beer you should have had when you were doing your mea culpa. Humble oh. pie. <laughs> Damn, Jeff. <laughs> Jeff, you're, you're, uh, you're number one. And by the way, it's called the most humble pie. So I'm just not going to eat humble pie. I'm going to be the, the most the humble. The bestest at it. Right. And it is a Berliner Weiss. Humble pie like you've never seen before. That's right. It's the best. It's the most sincere humble pie that you'll ever get. <laughs> it is good. It kind of reminds me of a strawberry rhubarb pie, actually. But good. I'm going to have some All right. when you're done, when you open it. Oh, sorry for that little detour there, but I had to get it. That's okay. The, apparently, it's be mean to me day. So that's fine. We've, we've had our fun with you in previous podcasts. That's true. Okay. So you got the facts about the survey we were talking about earlier. Oh, as soon as you say that, then I set my phone down. It'll go off in a minute. You'll be able to find it. <laughs> you know what? It hasn't, okay. though. It, uh, yeah. It, it I, hasn't. I, I despaired. Just, it did want you to hear. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so it vibrated. This, you didn't have to tell us that. It vibrated. <laughs> so this is the uh, percent of who say that we have a responsibility to accept refugees. Okay? Okay. I remember this. Okay. Yep. Okay. Right. So the religiously. That's good. tonight. Yeah. Yep. No, I remember. No, no, I remember (laughs) seeing this post. Is I'm sorry, I should have been clear. Yes, I do remember earlier in the podcast (laughs) we spoke about this also. But I do. Yes, I do remember seeing this post. So, religiously unaffiliated, which would include the nuns. Yes, include the atheists, agnostics, free thinkers, free thinkers, all those Wiccans. 
65% think we have a responsibility to accept refugees. Black Protestants, 63%. Catholics, 50%. Ooh. White, so pretty big mainline, ding, ding, ding. Yeah. Protestants, 43%. White low. evangelicals, 25%. That's crazy low, yeah. but... So, I mean, it shows that they don't believe in the words of their jeepus. Oh, that's not, that is, hmm. it, you always say that, and that's not. That's not what it is? No. How can you say that? Because Jerry defends the evangelicals. <laughs> Go. Oh, <laughs> stunned me. Like, it's like, you know, I like, let my guard down, and I got hit with the yeah. right cross, Whoa. and now I'm seeing stars. Yeah. That's what you uh, well, think it's okay. how would you well how would you interpret that? It's then? not what he, uh, he interprets it's how they interpret. It. Right. You are looking through it through the lens of what you think that book says. They do not look at the Bible through your lens. Okay. How do they look at the Bible? That's a tough question to ask to me because it's situational at best. Oh, exactly. Oh, yes. For for sure. Situational. Absolutely. That's a great way to put it. Well, that's still not... It says whatever they want it to say. Yeah, at, at that time. Right. But the, how come well, they're in unison, you know, as, as a group on that point then, if it's situational? Which which point? On refugees, accepting right. refugees. Because Why do they it, think it's, it's not a, their respo- our because responsibility? It's a, because it's, a, it's really the most telling sign of their morals. They don't look at the Bible like you would with this hippie Jesus who wants to, and that's not a slur, that, you know, wants to help the poor and help the sick and promote brotherhood. You know, as long as you believe, I mean, I won't, I'm not throwing that out. It's not like I'm getting all squishy on Jesus, but your idea of Jesus is not theirs. No, no, I, and I understand that and I agree fully. Uh, That's what I'm saying is there's two different theologies going on. Their theology is they throw out the synoptic gospels. Those are the ones that have the teachings of Jesus, you know, the Beatitudes and that kind of stuff. They basically throw that out. Gospel of John what, is... What's the, what's the English word for those? The synoptic gospels? What, like, what is it? It's what? the ones that kind of copy one another. Yeah. Right? It's Matthew, Mark, and Luke. So... Matthew, yeah. And John. Mark was written no, for... No, John no, 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 Matthew, Mark, and Luke. Yeah. Okay, so, John so, is, so is, three is, of the four. Three, yeah. yeah. 75%. John is the one that made <laughs> Jesus God. The other ones didn't make Jesus God. So evangelicals focus on... On John and then the letters of Paul. What about the other three? They they, they don't, they don't teach them at all. They, yeah, they don't they care will about fluff. it. No, it's they will at the beginning. They will what they <laughs> use that what they use that for. development. <laughs> well, no, I mean what they use that for is is to show that Jesus lived a sinless life. In other words, he could do all this stuff. He could care for the poor and all that. He can do all this stuff because he had to live a sinless life. So when he died on the cross. So it, it was the ultimate. It was the ultimate sacrifice. Right, but yeah. but they th- they say as well. There's no way we can live up to that standard. Yeah, you know because we're sinners. You know at the hands of an angry God. So thank goodness Jesus died on the cross. So For they you, take the virgin birth. Him. They take the virgin birth and they take the death on the cross and the resurrection. Anything in between was just you know Jesus' sinless life. It wasn't how we were supposed to live right. our lives. But to his was mocking. But his his true point is that it is kind of character development. They, you, when you say they dismiss him, they don't dismiss him. No. They just don't play, they don't play it up as much as John. John is where, where it all comes together. Mm-hmm. John is act three in the movie. John's where the, the hero becomes the hero, and there's a happy ending. 
John is where it's at for them. Right. They don't dismiss the first three, but the first three are just it's set up filler. for John. Right, right. So, again, your lens like is that's where, that's where <laughs> <laughs> it's like your lens is that's where kind of the action is. That's the best Jesus. Well, that was the mainline, you know, Jesus believes in the social gospel. They're the ones that focus more on that. They focus less on heaven and hell when you die. That's pretty much downplayed. More on how, how you be a better you here. Right, yeah. While you're here. Well, yeah. to Don't live, be up, a live, up to, live up to Jesus in the first three Gospels. You can't. You can't, so do your best. There's something you know, to strive for. Go out there and swing, sl- right. slugger. Right. <laughs> right. Rip it and rip it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's definitely, that's, that's what the mainline churches and the Catholic church, I think, focuses on. That's why they have all the... Don't uh, speak for us. Yeah, hey. hey. <laughs> us? I didn't know you were still in the club. Yeah, Don. Easy. <laughs> but, don't yeah. be calling us papists. Yeah. But that's why... But, you know, still, I mean, for the main lines to be... What did I say? 50%? There oh, were, yeah, 50, 50, 50. 43. 40. Yeah, I mean... Oh, that's, that's right. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. Catholics were 50. Yeah. yeah. Big drop-off. So, I mean, it kind of shows that there's some... Weird stuff going on in the mainline church, too. There's a, like, yeah, a lot of room for improvement there. Well, mm-hmm. the evangelicals, yeah, I don't know if they came from Catholics or the mainlines, but it's super telling. We weren't sure if we were going to talk about this, but when we had beers with, with Tom, Tom, Tom well, we, we, should, we should have a name for him. He could be TTE or Tom the Evangelical. Tomas. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we, had, we had beers with – he's – He's your friend. Like, yeah. you've known him You've known him a while. Yeah. He has a, a meetup group that meets in Woodstock that's called the Questioners Group. It's, it's a group that he's trying to have a conversation with non-believers, atheists, agnostics, or whatever. Gauge where they're coming from. Right. Yeah. He's trying to learn from them and mm-hmm. all that. So, you know, he's an interesting... Hmm. Yeah. Trying to learn from them. Yeah. There's that. <laughs> walk a man, you know, walk a mile in another man's shoes. Well, but, but by know, the way, if, we, had, we, had it at a, we had it at a local brewery yeah. mm-hmm. and... His meetups are at, at, at a local yeah, Reformation at a local Reformation Brewery, brewery. Um, right. religious themed. Well, another, and another uh, religious themed. He's brewery. a member of the Presbyterian um, PCA, Presbyterian Church in America, which is a Reformed theology. So meeting at Reformation Brewery makes total sense. They don't have an issue with alcohol. In no, the, no, okay, mm-hmm. obviously, no. Women pastors. No, definitely no, probably that. Given. <laughs> <laughs> Talking crazy over here. And may occupy the fourth chair soon. Yes. Because that was a that was a, basically a mini podcast. There were there were beers, there, there were conversations, questions, discussion. And it was all polite you know, and friendly and uh, totally. Yeah. Totally. So I think it would be an you know good, worthwhile conversation to have uh, for the rest of our audience. And he, he is he is probably not in the twenty five percent that approve of uh, of these camps. Yeah. We can ask him if he's for the cages. She might be listening. Can we, can we get, he's the only Christian I know that listens to the show. Mm. That admits to it anyway. Well, true. Yeah, Sneak listen. Yeah. You know, kind of under the covers yeah. when you're I think, we're, I think we're big with, what was it, the, the black Protestants? I think, yeah, we're... All right. I, I, <laughs> I don't think that's going to change. I don't, I don't, it's, no, no, it's, absolutely It's not, not. going to change, no. and it's still going to drive you nuts because because you think they are the biggest betrayer, biggest issue of what they say they should what they what they should be. Well, no, I mean I understand that they're being a. Th- 
authentic to what they are. But what's interesting is if you look back during uh, the Clinton years, how they were all up in arms about, you know, his dalliances. You knew, everybody knew, it was never about morals. Mm-mm. No, It's no. not about morals now. It's no. no different. Right, because when Jimmy Carter was president, a Southern Baptist at the time, they liked him for a little bit. He's not they a Southern put him Baptist in... anymore? No, no. no, he's, no he um... left the Southern Baptist Convention. So, oh, well, uh, right. Not right. too long but ago. He's still, in the, he's still Maranatha. Yeah, Maranatha? but that church is now... If it's American Baptist or there's two Baptist churches that are considered mainline that are that are more progressive. That's not one of them, is it? I I, I always I, thought they were pretty hardcore. Well, they, they were hardcore, but uh, okay, here, here's I, well, a here's a super small slice of the religious pie. Hardcore Baptist, but socially conscious, because that's absolutely well. That's how that's how the Southern Baptist Church actually used to be years back. As well, right. That, but that's forever ago. Right, right. I mean, yeah. that that was what? What? When was that? that? That's when they were okay with, was that with even in church the 70s? state separation. Yeah, that was probably. No, that was probably a little bit before the seventies. Before, I mean, before the religious right rose up. So they were okay with church state separation. And at other, least forty years yeah. ago. Okay, so, yeah, so maybe I, fifty. I can actually see that. I mean, if I was a religious person, and it, it, you know. Live your life the way you want to. You, you'll get yours in the end. Yeah, you'll go to hell. You know, but, yeah. What do I care? Fuck each other in a tub full of cocaine. What do I care? But <laughs> if, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm doing my thing over here, you do your thing over there. I mean, that actually makes sense to right, be you right. know, socially conscious. Right. But have your own. But to force inter- it on yeah, everybody that's, else. That's the difference. Right. My religion says I can't do this. Cool. My religion says you can't do this. Fuck off! Right. We we have we have an issue. So let me so let me back up. I I can't say that that church in particular has changed associations. I know Jimmy Carter himself has changed. And I, yeah, I remember it was about maybe a year ago he publicly came out and said that he could no longer it more um, support that, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. the Southern Baptist Convention and was yeah. leaving the Southern Baptist Church. Yeah. But yeah, whether that particular church. He's done more to distance himself from the Southern Baptist Church than I have from the Catholic. I've not made a, you know, I've, I've not gone down and asked that my card be pulled from the uh, Dewey from, Decimal from System. From the great card catalog <laughs> in the Vatican? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But, I, but if you ever do, yeah. I, I, I'm going to put some money on the fact that you doing that will draw less attention than Jimmy oh, Carter. Yeah, I'm, I'm <laughs> Jimmy just, Carter disavowing his. Not going to make the What do you, what do you think the chances are that, that you and I are counted in roles of Catholics when, when they produce? Did you not officially give up your membership? No. How do you do that? I never, I never, sent, I never signed an entry card. Oh, yeah, but, right. you know, oh, okay. but I'm sure we're on the roll somewhere. And you went through school and all that. I mean, you're more. You're definitely on the rolls, man. Yeah, definitely. No, no way. Oh yeah. If you didn't oh, sign yeah. a letter of, um, um, I forget what you call self excommunication. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> a letter. Revoke yeah. my membership. I mean, yeah. I, I don't know. Please what the process remove is my names from church. the rolls of the Catholic Church. Yeah, I'm no well, longer a member. And then, but, then but they don't. I don't think there's a policy for unconfirming yourself. I, I mean, I was, I was confirmed. Yes. And then we actually too. we actually were messaging about that. You don't have a choice. Mm-hmm. Like right. you're a Catholic, you don't have a choice. No. really. It's what you go to confirmation. If, if your parents, you're not you're gonna confirm at what, like thirteen, fourteen years old, something Eighth like grade. that. Yeah. What are you going to go? Eh, I'm not doing that shit. You know. No. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. I'm Mom, dad, dad. Nope. Yeah. Not well, that's that. where that's your it. friends are and stuff. You know. Yeah. No. No. Well, I would have thought you more than more than me going to Catholic high school. Yeah. 
but I was prior. the one. But I went to a Catholic grade school. There was a couple of guys you know, that I went to high school with that were at the same church as me. That was about it. I mean, most of the kids I went to high school were Baptist, Methodist, something along along those lines. And I don't think it's there was just you know you, you knew that you knew the ten other you know hey had the you know there's a little point and click you know moment in the hall and you knew the other Catholics because you saw them at church as well too. Yeah, well you knew. You <laughs> oh, that's way too obvious <laughs> to do the sign of the cross. You know, right there. No, we, you did the sign of the cross. We, we genuflected you did, right you there in the hallway. <laughs> I like the Pope shirt. But it's not like the the Mormons keep a huge genealogy. Oh, yeah. Like if you – and I don't know if you have to sign anything to be a Mormon, but when you're on the rolls, you never leave the rolls. Like they actually do have rolls. But they they do like – Post mortem baptisms for well, that's for others. That's for, for others. That have, so. Now, is, are they putting them on the rolls? Like if if great grandma so and so you know passed away and she wasn't you know she's not currently, but we now baptize her in the Mormon faith. Is she now counted? But if she never left Mormonism, she'd already be in. No. Well, yeah. then you wouldn't have any reason to baptize them afterwards. No, right. not then. They, they yeah. mainly baptize people that are non-Mormon. That's what I'm saying. Uh, yeah. Then do they take those the people, people and add them and add them to? Yeah, baptism is oh, like what you know, you're saying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> that's a good question. So these dead people that are being baptized into the Mormon faith are they being oh, added oh, no. to? No, I bet not. I bet not. I'm, not, I'm sure not active members. No, no, no. <laughs> they're, they're not going on the mailing post- list. Posthumous. Because my yeah, understanding Mormons. of that process is that's just to give them the opportunity. So it doesn't necessarily mean they accepted it. When you're like, dead? Oh yeah, yeah. They yeah. yeah. So that's uh, a practice. What? That, yeah, yeah. They do it like a baptism of the dead kind of thing. You know this? What? No. They oh, baptize yeah, yeah. non-Mormons into the Mormon faith after they've died, and it somehow it's like. How do you get on that list? I. <sighs> You know, I it's don't know. like a worldwide yeah. genealogy list. That's but, why you don't want to do 23. I think the idea years. is, like, in the afterlife, it's like, oh, sh- I've never checked out Mormonism. Ooh, but hey, I got this I got this lifeline here that, you know, they made for me. So it's like somebody somebody couriers their way up the big escalator to the sky? It's like you go to heaven you and Joseph Smith's standing there and you go, oh, fuck. You're the <laughs> one. Oh, shit. Oh, Dang, I could have had all these. Whoopsies. could have had all these wives yeah. and everything. Yeah, oh, man. So I messed up. But then if you were baptized posthumously, then it's like a... Well, you're offered the opportunity. Get hell free yeah. Yeah. You get like a little, it's yeah. like, oh, there's planets? So, I, and you we appear to be on the list. We don't have to dwell on it since we don't have the facts on it, but the, the I, like, I'm really curious how, is it once a year? Like the same... Oh, like the continuous same. thing, my understanding. So they, they, I think a lot of these elders and people go there to do this. Go where? To the temple. To the temple. Like any, the any temple. Any I think any temple that's got one, one of those There's one in Roswell big, on my way to work. Okay. Yeah, it's a temple, not a, not a, I forget what they call their little churches. It's not a church, but it's a temple. They're a special place. Like if you the, walked up the to the neighborhood you church, you would not be allowed in it. Right. Yeah, the, one the neighborhood Roswell. church yeah. you can go it's, into, but if it's, you know, the temple, you, you cannot go into the temple. temple. Wait, that's all they have are temples. No. This I did not know. I didn't. Know, I, 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 did, I did not know they, know they had outposts of some yeah, sort. Right, <laughs> satellite, satellite yeah, yeah, temples. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's that's my understanding. Is they have satellite, satellite temples, and that's where you know only the you know you go to get baptized in and all that kind of stuff, and you do the secret handshake. 
And then once you're in, then you're able to go to the mother temple. The one at uh, Salt Home base. Lake. Yeah. No, no, no. No, no, no. No, no. no. no the one on Roswell Road. I drive by one in Roswell yeah. to go into but work. But is it just like a church building? That's what we're trying to we extract do. out of you. How would we know? Yes, it looks like a church. If you put St. Bartholomew's out front, you would think, oh, that's a Catholic church. Yeah. Or Holy Temple of Christ, it looks like a church because it is a church. It's in it's smack dab in the right, middle yeah. of a residential a church, but a it's church probably is huge. different. It's not enormous. No, right. it's like your we it's have one, like your average Catholic parish right. okay. in Detroit. That and might have, be a that might be a satellite then. You might you might just you know as opposed to what like one, a, like one of the monster okay. right. But that's like saying the difference between like a local parish but that just, and then that the, the, like the like, St. Patrick's was, in in Manhattan. I know there was yeah. I know there was one in D.C. that. Uh, you could see from the Beltway, and um, right. That's like the National Cathedral. So there's of, so, of theirs. Um, I'm talking about there was a there was a Mormon church just outside the Beltway in D.C. that was not open to the public, but it was the you know I'm sure I'm sure the one in Salt Lake dwarfs it, but this thing was right. So know, the one in Salt Lake pretty impressive is, upon its own. That's the Vatican. Yes, exactly. Yes, but they have satellite. Okay, so I'm pulling up. There's there's a temple in Sandy Springs. That's probably the one you pressed by. Nope. No. No. It's in Roswell. Oh, okay. They we couldn't we couldn't get through a podcast without live Googling. duck duck going. Yeah, you got to. <laughs> but that's what the building looks like. Okay, that's, that's a it. Temple. Okay, I, uh, he's showing the picture of the of the of the of a temple, and I forgot yeah. that because I used to live in Sandy Springs too. Mm-hmm. I know exactly what that is. That is a temple. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. there's temples, yep. and then. There's I think they, neighborhood. I think they call them stakes. Stakes. Like that's where the president. You know, the like stake. they drive a stake that's, into the ground. I don't know. And, I don't know. You know, and this and this is where I'll build my church. Or maybe they call them churches, but I mean they have stake presidents, and so okay. I think they're the ones that are in charge of the churches, the local churches. That makes sense. That's something I learned. I didn't realize that they had. It's kind of the difference between a cathedral and a parish. I did not know this either. Well, Remember, this is where my exit on Christianity was. Well, on, on all things, theistic. was when you looked into Mormonism. When I studied Mormonism, found all this stuff out. Yeah. And by the way, probably because we we did a search for Mormon in that church. What is it? What is it? What do they want to be called now? The uh, Church Christ of Latter Day Saints. The Church of, church of Jesus, Jesus Christ, Christ of Latter Day Saints. Saints. Boy, that's a mouthful. Yeah, yeah. it is. To say every time, serious? Come yeah. on, shorten it. You can't. Can't. Do yeah. It. Because God told a good way to show would guy, be maybe call them Mormons. No, no, yeah. they want to move past that. To what? What we just said. The Church of Jesus Christ of the Latter-day, Latter-day Saints. Saints. Right. What's the, but, but what's like? What's the point? Because this is really an exercise because, in branding. Because God mm. said to make it so. Get, well, God, no, well, no, they did mm, not say that. Mm, they no, did. They didn't. He did. No, the, 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 the elder said that God said. No, not the elder. That's the young kids. Oh no no yeah who's the, the that, you realize how you realize that sounds it's yeah, not that, it it's not the elders the elders the people that come to your door that knock on your door have the ones like, don't elder yet. Steve on their shirt and yeah. you're like dude you're 18 yeah. but no the the prophet yeah yeah there you go the the, prophet, he would yeah. be a prophet they heard from God the prophet God told the prophet that he no longer wanted the term Mormon to be used he wanted to be referred to as the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints. Saints. They just make stuff up as they go along, don't they? Mm-hmm. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> what does he win, Bob? 
Well, and the thing that was kind of funny, too, is they just did all, like, just a few years ago, they had all these videos that were out about, I'm a Mormon, mm-hmm. you know, to try to make it normal, stuff like that. So now they're going to have to go back and redo all that stuff and edit in. I'm, I'm a, a Jesus, Jesus Christ, Christ of Latter-day, Latter-day Saints. Saints. Or. So, <laughs> Saints or is it Saints? Saints? Uh, okay, so it is, it, they do, I think they call them churches. Okay. Yes. Okay. Like, straight up church. And... They, uh, as I was looking, they're building a facility in South Forsyth County. This was a little over a year ago. Uh, Another temple? No. Mm. Church. Another church. Okay. a church. But the fact that they're building a church. Neighborhood gathering spot. How many many religions, organized religions, are building new facilities anywhere in the U.S.? And it's also going to be a genealogy center. Family and see, this is how they find the names to baptize the dead. There's not any qualms with, you know, they didn't really. They did what to Grandma? The, oh, no, there's <laughs> no. Not, no not Who that. did what? Like, do they like? Do they do they feel they have the quote God given right to do it? Yes. Is yeah. it their responsibility? Yes. yes. Regardless they of have what the, the dead truth. person might think. Yes, absolutely. Yes. And there's been some pushback, you know, like um, mm-hmm. when they like were going Paul Ryan through and Trump. Yeah. No, when they were going through, like, Holocaust victims, you know, a lot of the Jewish yeah. people pushed back. We're like, like, what are you okay. doing? So, so their limit is, is Holocaust victims. Uh, well, I don't know if they're still doing it or not. But. Right, but that, they, <laughs> yeah. that was I don't where, know if that, that's where the line was that's drawn. Where they were, that's where they, well, they actually like, drew the line because otherwise they would just keep going. They'd do anybody, everybody. Yeah. yeah. I don't anybody know that, that line stopped there? them. Is what I'm saying. Anybody they found in their database, mm-hmm. I guess. Which is why, I mean, if you go to the uh, the, the the big place in Salt Lake City, that's Satan thundering. Mm-hmm. Was Thunder? Joseph Smith not <laughs> happy with this conversation. <laughs> no. no. Sorry, Absolutely. Joey. <laughs> Gee, that was some serious thunder. It was. But, yeah, I mean, they have all kinds of computers out there where you can look up genealogy of, you know, and, and of your relatives and stuff. It's all in there. And they're recording every bit of data. I'm Yeah, I'm sure they are. Talk about AI stuff. But can you? So can uh, can non Mormons non yeah. non Mormons go there? Because you can't go yeah. into the, the visitor center. You can go to the visitor, visitor center, center, right? Mm. Right. Which is like one of the friendliest places on earth because they have all these kids from overseas and stuff. Oh yeah, and you that been? are out there. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Where is where, where at? Salt Lake. Salt Lake. Oh, in Salt Lake. Uh, in Salt Lake. Oh, fuck me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I was gonna say let's take a field trip, but no, never mind. <laughs> there's not. There's not one like. This you, is the big. I, mean, I'm a, I, the know, I know. I yeah, know. That's the main. Vatican you know, City, baby. Yeah, it's Vatican City. Yeah, yeah, it Vatican now, City. what about what about the? I'm sure they have a cathedral, a temple, whatever they call it. That's there it. In Atlanta. That's the the oh, one in well, Atlanta. That's, that's the one in Sandy Springs. Okay. It's pretty impressive looking. Yeah. Yeah. You can't just walk in there and I'm I'm just an architecture student. But no, exactly. But is, do they have a visitor center at at that location? Oh, let's go. Uh, it's field trip. Never thought. Never thought oh, about going. Field trip. Let's can, go. Yeah, field trip. Maybe to look and see if they. It is immaculately. You can't. If you want to, if, you wanted, they if, have if, like we, if outer, they let us in and they'll do it, if we can, you can't. I'll call get my in. buddy, the Scientologist, and we'll go by that place on Roswell Road too afterwards. No, oh, you couldn't get anywhere day. near the oh, um, Sandy Springs religious tour. I know exactly where that is. Yeah, I got a buddy that works there. Me? But I'm saying, if I'm not going in. There. Oh, come on! Uh-uh, hold no the way. can, baby. Hold the can. No way. <laughs> they won't let. What you if I hold one can and he holds the other? And and well, we, they, and we they, lock fingers. What if they they, <laughs> they might have a visitor center? <laughs> two separate conversations right now, man. That is wait, for sure. Wait, you're talking about Scientology. No, I was like he could hold one can, I could hold the other, and we could like lock fingers, you know, and like and they could you know see how you're talking Scientology. Yeah, and we could see okay, how we. I thought you were talking about more than do like a mind mill. Okay. Yeah. 
I, I'm not going there. <laughs> I'm not going to the the, the Scientology no. Celebrity Center with yes. the main sign. It looks like a creepy horror movie Hotel? castle. I've seen pictures I'm sure, of it. Yeah, I, I think, I'm, I'm not 100% positive, but I think it's like one of those old hotels that like Led Zeppelin did a ton of blow in back in like the 60s and, and the 70s. It certainly could I have. I think it was. I think, actually, it, I think uh, it actually hotel. was yeah. like the hotel that all the bands that played L.A. would stay in. And hotel that, California. You know, like we were recording and stuff and, and all that. I remember I read... Hammer of the Gods, which was a, a Led Zeppelin biography back in like the 80s, and they talked about they would tell their wives that they were recording in like Des Moines or some shit, you know, but they would go to this hotel in Los Angeles and like Keith Moon, and I'm, I'm just making up shit now, but it was like, you know, like Keith Moon would like drive his motorcycle out the fourth floor window into the pool. I mean, he's like right. that kind of it crazy. Was, shit. It was, yeah, rock star crazy craziness. shit. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't remember, obviously, I remember the details, but it was, yeah, insane. Okay, so we'll 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 try to get in the legally. Yes, the Mormon temple. You won't be able to get in the temple if they have a visitor have, center on the outside. But they usually have like one weekend where they open up to the public. They used to do, at least they used to do it in D.C. at the temple there, where one weekend a year it was open to the public and you could come in and they would give you a guided tour. So I totally do that. Absolutely, I would totally do that, and I wouldn't even wear a Godless Heathens T-shirt. Oh no, I wear something with a collar on it. I'd be like. Respectful and everything. Yeah. <laughs> Jeff is furiously no, duck-duck yeah, duck going. I'm not seeing where, where they're doing visitors. They may not do that in Atlanta, but I know, I know they did that at the... Uh, at the they'll let us in. At, oh, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, if we call well, ahead, we're, we're expected. We, we don't, it doesn't get any more white. Yeah. White, Isn't that all you need? White and delights them, in the, is what they say, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Which I don't That's understand why they're not very yeah. diverse, but, you know... Uh, Joseph Stiff is not getting any, uh, getting over anything. Not happy. No. Or as you would He's tell not to, amused. As you would tell to young Catholics. Well. Uh, young Catholics during a thunderstorm. At least that's what I said in Detroit is that, uh, <laughs> that it's bowling night. <laughs> angels, <laughs> angels are bowling. Yeah. I heard that one. Yeah. yeah. Boom. Big thunder. Oh, got a strike. Well, it makes it yeah. sound a little bit wet, better when you're a kid. Oh, that's For not sure. so scary then. Yeah. But what's the light thing going on there? What is that? Yeah. I must have got a turkey. <laughs> <laughs> on, uh, on that note. We have a note. Turkey. Yeah. Note. On turkey. You got any recommendations? I do. What you got? Highly recommend the HBO series Years and Years. I watched the first episode of that. And oh, what you think? Freaked the fuck out at the end. Oh, ser- oh, well, for sure. Yes, for sure. Yes. I have not watched it yet. It's on the queue. I've heard it's phenomenal. And it's one of these that I don't think I wanted to watch because I heard it's like too close to reality. Yeah, that's I mean, what I've heard as well. So it's really good, and, and it's a pretty the best show. description. Was watching the HBO drama Years and Years can feel like watching the worst case scenarios about the world coming to pass, one after the other. Oh, geez. And they do it so well. <laughs> and the character development is, and I'll talk to you like the how average people can fall for vapid, self promoting politicians mm. was. Just oh yeah yeah was just like you watch where that, do they come like, up with this like, stuff 
Like, well, from real life. <laughs> because I can't remember the that female candidate. Um, it's the, the one four, four star. Yeah, yeah. That's who you're talking about. Oh, totally. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. And how they how the, they get the one in. couple has an argument about it, which sounds like you would be arguing about Dotard. Like, you can't be serious. Oh, my yeah. God. It completely, it's completely great. Yep. And by the way, Jeff, it gets better slash worse quickly. So I, how many episodes are you into? Uh, I'm up to I'm up to four. But how many episodes are there out so say far? There's only all, all of them. Oh, they're all. Oh, no, you know what? It's every week. So I think we're I think we're coming up on four or five this coming this coming Sunday. Okay. Definitely worth a watch. You'll watch it and you'll go, oh my god, that's now. Oh my god, that's yeah, now. Yeah, and then you go. Yeah. Oh my God, that can't be coming up. Yeah. Oh my God, that couldn't happen. Because and so many of these things is just like like every minor league dystopian thing that could possibly happen has happened in the three episodes that I've seen, and I worry about what's coming coming up. Oh, yeah. Because if it gets worse, it'd be like, oh my God. <laughs> so anyway, it's a feel yeah. good feel good yeah. series of the year. Yeah. Highly recommend them. HBO. You don't see a picnic in the episode four. It, it, there, there is there. Few happy endings. No, no. I mean, I thought things were going along until almost the very end. It was like an hour. Yep. Show something. There's like a that. bit of a twist in the first episode. Yeah. Did you have any I, recommendations yourself? I do. So this this is a book that I'd read before. That you're rereading. That I'm rereading because it's super interesting to me. And the title of it is called What This Cruel War Was Over, Soldiers, Slavery, and the Civil War by Chandra Manning. And what's, what's interesting about this particular book is it's, she uses soldiers' letters and communications and things as the primary source for her book. So you're getting a perspective not from, like, the generals, not from the historians in particular, but from the soldiers that fought in the battles. And it's, you know, eye-opening to me in the way that, you know, I'm... My, my thing about evangelicals is <laughs> what I'm seeing is, is, you know, this is where a lot of this stuff came from, you know, where the Civil War came from and what's playing out today. I, 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 if, if you don't mind, I just want to read one little part from the book here. Sure. Because, I mean, what, what, what this kind of gets across to me is their theology, and it continues today, is about a hierarchy of, you know, white males being supreme overall, um, you know, women falling underneath that, slaves falling underneath that, and, and, you know, slavery no longer exists. So now it's people of color, and, you know, so all this makes sense. So that, that kind of a hierarchy of, of a social structure. Slavery meant that white men, regardless of whether they were slave owners or also had the right to exert mastery over African Americans. So it wasn't about money. Mm-hmm. It was all white men had that privilege. The loss of slavery would, would call white men's right to rule over blacks into question. And once right to rule over any sphere was weakened, its legitimacy became suspect in every sphere. Many Confederate soldiers warned that abolition would obliterate the rights and duties of white manhood, chief among them protection of women, white women's virtue, which required control of white women's bodies. Hmm. Kind of like the Mississippi gubernatorial candidates. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And kind of like abortion sure. yeah. control over white women's bodies. So that's what I'm saying is, you know, the dots connect forward. It's like that whole thing is playing out today with evangelicalism. I would love to know if this book was on any high school reading list. No. Oh, I'm sure. Anywhere in the doubt. South. No. We don't uh, know. Anywhere in the country. I doubt it. Highly doubt it. It's a fairly recent book. 
So I doubt it was. I'm, but I'm sure high schoolers are, are still okay. going with you know The Hobbit and The Outsiders. 1984, uh, if you want to get a, a little edgy. Handmaiden's Tale, maybe. This is kind of one of the fights, though, acknowledging, quote, the real history. Because it's clear that different groups view the past through different lenses. Absolutely. Yeah. And yeah. neither side wants to give up any ground. One is preserving what they think is the way it's always been and the way it always should be. And then the other side wants what they say is far more historically accurate and not as maybe sanitized right. as right. And, as it may have been taught. Well, because the other thing, too, that, that I, I learned from this is you always kind of think that North, you know, people living in the North, abolitionists were all on board. They were against racism. They were against slavery. It's not that cut and dry. You know, even, even Lincoln, if you read that history there, at first was just about not allowing it to migrate west. So, I mean, there's a lot of stuff in here you learn about the North that's not so pretty either. Well, but you grew up there, well, right? I, well, yeah, but I'm but, not, I mean, not it, in the Civil War <laughs> Obviously not. But slightly after. A little bit. Just a bit. A smidge. Right. I'm not that but, old. Yeah. But I grew up in an extremely segregated town with a fractious, fractious racial history. And they still look at the South as backward. Yeah. Right. And right. As, racist. as racist. Right. And racism was all over and still is. Well, for sure. Yeah. And every, every once in a while, I have to, I got to defend the South. Yeah. Oh. But. Yeah, I mean, and I think we've kind of we've kind of talked about it a, a little bit yeah. in the yeah. past, but don't say that you you are full of virtue, and there were just a bunch of hillbillies down south to this day. Detroit, that's a whole other discussion, you know. And this whole discussion, this whole Biden like revisiting busing, right? right. I lived through that. I was going to school when that was going on, and I know that was a that was a major issue in my part of Detroit. Right. And yeah. See, I grew up in White Iowa, you know, and then White Wisconsin, so I was not really. They're just not going to bust the white that. kids from out of town into town. Yeah. Not enough of them. Yeah. I don't know who gets to who gets to write history and who gets to rewrite history. That seems to be much more fractious. Right. Well, I mean, the other side of this that that you know kind of plays into today also is you find out it was more of an issue of an agrarian society versus an industrial urban society. That's where theology... Right, but that's, that's the economic argument, though. It's economic, but it's also, also theological, though. That's, that's where the northern churches had more of a social gospel kind of lean towards them. Always gets back to that for you, doesn't it? Not for me. <laughs> it's back to it in history. <laughs> Well, and they were your being, history, man. Your history. No, but I mean that's the thing is they saw up north they were giving women, you know, women were given you know rights to work and things like that. Where in the south they weren't supposed to work, and so there was right. differences in couldn't in, vote, but they had right, they, they right. could work. Right. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah. So earn money, but yeah, don't get don't get uppity. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, again, it's kind of like that, you know, because it was a lot more. Blue, good, gray, bad. Right. You know, you didn't you didn't get taught the nuance, right? And maybe right. you couldn't. Well, you know what? You certain. You know what? You could. They do it a little more now. That's the thing is, I don't know if books written back then 
were really open to learning the true history. Ah, books that were sold to school districts. Yeah. There were probably books that discussed it, but, but you they weren't were, teaching them. No. Right, right. I wonder, I was just thinking, the I wonder how board, yeah. different your education of the Civil War growing up up north was from my education of the Civil War growing up in the South. I'm I sure it was considerably it was different, different yeah. especially in the 70s and the 80s. Uh, yeah, during when, the civil rights movement and all that. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure it was. Com- I'm sure, you know, I'm sure y'all didn't learn about the uh, war of northern aggression, did you? We did not. But that is <laughs> that's what that's certainly what people in the north joke about what the South thinks about the Civil War. Yeah. And I was surprised when I moved down here how many people thought and still think that the Civil War was not about slavery. Right. Yeah. It was over states' rights. States' right. rights to own people. And, and, or, or, or economic. <laughs> yeah. And there, like, I'm sure there was some of that mingled in with along with the, the slavery, but it was it was hearty heaping self serving of slavery, and, you know, and a, and a little states' rights on the side. Well, I think it probably took two or three conversations with people that thought that to make me go, oh, "That's freaking serious." Yeah, like no, they act, they they they're not like bullshit. They actually, believe this. Yeah, and. It surprised me. Well, and that's the post-war, and there's a term for that, too, you know, when, when they kind of bend history to make, you know, make them look a little bit better. Uh, and I'm drawing a blank on what that term Propaganda? Is. Well, well, yeah, but it's, you know, it's like a reconstructed history kind of thing. Revisionist history? Revisionist history. There, yeah. you, there you go. You want to keep your Southern pride and all that stuff going, so you don't want to admit that you were necessarily wrong. Or the other thing, that God wasn't on your side. Yeah. Well, the Civil War monuments or the Confederate monuments are starting to come down Reluctantly. slowly but right. surely, but there's harder core backlash to it now, too. Mm-hmm. And that becomes another line in the sand, you know, another thing to fight about, another yep. thing to, to think you're right and they're wrong. Yep. And it doesn't get us anywhere. I, I, don't know, I don't know how to solve that. You know, well, what, somebody suggested that leave the monuments, but have the real history behind that person. That sounds like a centrist idea. Of it's happiness. like Anthony Jeselnik said, "Don't don't take the monument down. Just change the the plaque to say, check out this racist asshole and this dumb fucking horse. You know? <laughs> Poor horse had nothing to do with it. I, I, I feel bad for the I, horse. I don't think that. I don't think I that think they're far off. Yeah, yeah, but." But yeah, that, I mean, that, that is the Joe Biden of solutions. Yes, yes. yeah. Uh, you know, well, then that apparently it still pulls high for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would safely say all three of us are fans of the podcast, The Daily, by the New York yes. Times, mm-hmm. Michael Barbaro, and yep. and the Daily Podcast. We'll talk about that another time. But <laughs> yes, for the purposes of shortness, um, yes, there Big is a, a new TV show on FX called The Weekly. Which is basically the daily podcast on TV in a 30-minute news program format. Which I think then they load to Hulu. I think they the load to Hulu after. on Mondays afterwards, sure, yes. Yeah. But very, I, I stumbled upon it uh, a few episodes in, and I've, I've been watching it ever since. Very, very... Some, I've only seen one instance where that weekend show was basically topic that they covered on a daily earlier in the week where otherwise it's always it's been fresh fresh content yes but if if you like the daily you'll like the weekly i, I see you and if, 
I see you're ready to just I, roll I, your eyes and make jack-off motions. <laughs> but... <laughs> But if you, I mean, if you don't like the daily, you won't like the weekly. But if if you like the daily, absolutely check out the weekly. Go ahead. You were going to drop say. us a line at godlessstevens@yahoo.com <laughs> because that is that is that is a topic for a future discussion. Okay. However, I I will refrain because I haven't seen the show, but. I will give you my Sunday 15. nights. I want to say ten o'clock on right, F- af- right after years and FX, years. Yeah, so it's perfect. So yeah. I'm already watching TV. After you're and I'm depressed already enough. You're, right you're going to see the <laughs> yeah. real exactly. shit going exactly. down. Exactly. Oh, but geez. but my my 15 second opinion, never having seen it from your comparison, is it is it is a TV brand extension of the New York Times, and absolutely, you know, it is it is a way it's for them to news. diversify their, diversify their revenue stream and make them more theatrical about what they cover and how they cover and how they present it and but <laughs> I said I coming from I the person who gonna, turned me on to the daily podcast to begin with some know, many yeah, years the, ago yeah but the podcast is free and there oh there's ads in it too though mm-hmm. they have ads you yeah. can fast forward yeah. It, it, yeah. it 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 stopped being a it stopped being a daily listen because it drives me nuts. I still subscribe to it. I look, I'm picky topic, about like right, the one right. they did on Youngstown. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wanted to the one that they did oh, on what was what was the crazy. Ohio town about Youngstown. The, it wasn't Youngstown. It was it was a different. But that that was the one that they did where the TV show that weekend was the same the, topic. The GM plant? Yes. yes. Yeah, they did that one, yeah. Uh, I forget what the name of the plant was, but... Yeah, Lordstown. Yeah. Lordstown, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Lordstown, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Very, ep- very good episode on both counts. That, that... Now, the other one I saw... That s- episode hits way too close to home. Now, the other one that I saw mm-hmm. was about a American guy and, and his fiance wife that were basically bicycling around the world and were run over and stabbed to death by ISIS members in some country in the near, I mean, like, Kazakhstan, one of those Stan countries. Right. I, can't, I, I don't want to say it was because I, I don't remember. It was one of those where I, I've heard of well, Kazakhstan. Well, I've heard of that. Yeah, I've heard, I've heard of as, <laughs> Uzbekistan. I've heard of a number of, you know, this country I had not heard of. Kyrgyzstan. It was one of those, yes. Very just where they went back and interviewed like the leader of that cell that perpetrated that act. Mm. Yeah, very, very disturbing, but very good show. On the weekly or on the on the on the weekly. On the this weekly. was the okay. first episode of the weekly I saw was was them interviewing. So you, so you see, I mean, so you see where it's going. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like the the Today Show. You know, the Tonight Show, the Tomorrow Show, they got the daily, they got the weekly, they can do the monthly, they the can hourly. do the hourly. <laughs> right, you know, totally can yeah. do the, you know, the you know, minutely. The two, the two, a little too quick the for the fortnightly. Right. <laughs> Quarterly. Yeah. But, okay. All right, so, well, on that note, send us an email, godlessheathens at yahoo.com, Twitter, at Godless Podcast, and the Facebook. Wait, it's don't, hidden. Don't you have another uh, what? Twitter account you want people to... Like. I have no idea what you're talking about. So yeah. no We're godless, at, yeah. at Godless oh, Podcast. At Godless right. Podcast. At Godless yeah. Podcast. Right. The only, I'm, I'm just you know, barely right. figuring and out thank the Thank you to the, to the, the right, secret Facebook group for keeping Absolutely. us honest. Keep, yes. Absolutely. Don will... I have to get it through Don's filter, but... 
if, if Jerry fucked up on this episode, just send, <laughs> just send me something on, on, on the group, and, and I'll, I will definitely relay the message. Unfiltered. Right. They should compliment me when I'm right then, too. It'd be quiet. You know, crickets. crickets. <laughs> <laughs> so give us a five-star rating on, on iTunes, please. Listen to us wherever you can get your podcasts. All right. And then there's an open invitation, as always, to Jesus. Um, or, you know, we might want to have Tom sitting in here. So, Wow, Tom, you've been... We we know same, same sentence as Jesus. I mean, it's pretty good. Well, well, I mean, the thing is, Tom we, keeps good company. We know he's real. <laughs> oh, that's true. And, oh, see, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, just throw ooh. a little, yeah. a little jab. <laughs> yeah, you know, you want the guy to be the guest on the show, and then you, right before you, you kind of just poke you, his you shoulder. You hurt Tom's ears just to yeah. slap him. <laughs> <laughs> that way, he's going to come for sure. There you go. There you go. We'll right. have we'll have craft beer. Yeah. <laughs> we'll t- we'll talk. He does drink good beer, so I do I do like that about him. Right. So anyway, that's all we got for today. We'll see you next time. Bye. Take care, everybody. Shoot him with my gun He made me mad The devil's bad The devil is a bum But the devil is my friend The devil is my friend Wherever I go The devil will go The devil is my friend And Godzilla is my friend Godzilla is my friend Wherever I go Godzilla go Godzilla is my friend And Shredenko was my friend And Brezhnev was my friend And Andrew Bob He just popped off Now Gorbachev is my friend And Frank Sinatra is my friend Sinatra goes, Frankie is my friend, and love and rockets are my friends, love and rockets are my friends, every one of them round the band, and the queen is my friend, and R.E.P. is my friend, and the army, you know what I mean, with someone that I party, and the devil